Hello everybody, this is Ethan. Welcome back to another episode of Church Challenge, episode number 94. Um, Leeds United nil, Manchester United nil. I don't normally cover nil-nil matches because they're normally just boring. But this one was so dull that I had to cover it. I mean, it was a shocking performance from both sides. I don't think Leeds United fans will be happy with their performance either. But Manchester United, I don't even know what... To, I mean, let, let's just start with the lineup, right? Let's just start from the very start, the lineup, right? Uh, you have Dean Henson in goal, yeah, that's fine. Uh, the standard defence of um, Luke Shaw, uh, Maguire, Lindelof and Wamsaka. Yeah, that's alright. And then you have McFred, <laughs> like McTominay, uh, McTominay and Fred. I mean, you know, they've started a lot of games for us. Um, you know, I'd rather see I mean, Donny van der Beek starting some games, but what can you do? Then you have Rashford, Fernandez, James and Greenwood. Like, Edison, what does Edison, like Edison Cavani? Like, you know what I mean? Why did he not start this game? Why did he not start? I get Greenwood. He's been pulling out performances, right? James, right, yeah, he played well against Leeds the last time. But flipping heck, come on. I, I, I don't mind Daniel James on the pitch. I like to see him come on as a sub because he has, uh, that, that's why I bought him. He has uh, some, some fresh legs. He's a... Rapid is very pacey. I just don't understand. Edison Cavani is such a prolific striker. Why did he not play for the full 90? He came on at what? A 86th minute? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? 86th minute? It's not enough time. It is down to the Gunnar Solskjaer as well. Because why? Why does he feel the need? Right, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer made three substitutions in this game. He used his substitutions within 15 minutes. He brought Paul Pogba on the 76th minute, Edison Cavani on the 86th minute, and Donny van der Beek on the 89th minute. What is the point? 15 minutes, a lot of time, is not enough to make an impact. Chuck him on maybe at the 60th minute or ha or at half time if you're going to make a sub. You know, okay, maybe Pogba coming on at the 75th isn't too bad, but it's nil nil. You're trying to win a game. The team is not performing well. You have one one of the best strikers. Well, I suppose in 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 terms of goal scoring, one of the best strikers in the world on the bench. And you're not putting him on. He didn't start it. Daniel James started over Edison Cavani. I mean, come on. And look, I get it. You know, Edison Cavani, he could have some quiet games. They all can. But, my Lord, it's Leeds. It's one of Manchester United's biggest historical rivals. You're going to want to outscore them. Scott McTominay is not going to score two goals in within three minutes every game against Leeds like he did last time. 
It just really annoyed me. As soon as I saw it, I saw Edison Cavani was not starting. I was like, why is he not starting? Pogba not starting kind of got under my skin as well, but I'm just used to it at this point, seeing uh, McTominay and Fred starting together. Not that I really mind them, but, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I would like to see Donny van der Beek get some minutes, and I've been saying that all season, but... What can you do? Um, I don't even know where to start. The first half was so lacklustre, like a lot of the match, really. I mean, I suppose the the most exciting part of uh, the match itself, I suppose, um, was just before half-time when it was a Marcus Rashford free kick and he forced a good save from the Leeds goalkeeper. But... Yeah, I'm sorry, I just... It's just dreadful. Absolutely. I think I'm more annoyed, because with the European Super League and whatnot, I've been I've been looking forward to this match so much. Because, you know, it's kind of like, we know our football isn't going to be taken away from us. So now I'm really excited for the match because there won't be. Cause I, I'm I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in my uh, European when I was talking about the European Super League itself. I was saying that I couldn't really enjoy the Burnley game as much as I usually would have because of the idea of the European European Super League in the back of my head. And now I know it's pretty much well, I suppose, delayed or disbanded or whatever you want to call it, whatever it is. It's not happening anytime soon anyway. I could enjoy it. I could enjoy the Leeds match. But... I don't even know what to say. I do not even know what to say. Looking forward to it so much and... I get this performance. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely... I, I don't even know. I don't Because... I can't... I can't really figure out what I'm angry at. Am I angry at the players, the performance of the entire team? You know what I mean? There's just no... Like... If I bring you to, to the stats... Manchester United... Had 16 total shots with four shots on target. I mean, that tells you all you need to know. Really. Possession 56% for United. Total shots 16. Chances created 13. Accurate passes 406. Pass success 85%. Uh, false conceded. Leeds conceded 21 fouls for Pinek. You know, I had six corners. We didn't do anything with them because we're not really good from corners or crosses. But, well, crosses maybe, but corners. We don't really, we don't tend to make a lot um, from them. But, yeah, I mean, the performance was just dull, lacklustre. Uh, Mark Strashford, he, he, he had a chance about five, six, seven minutes into the game. Uh, beautiful ball by Victor Lindelof. He's really improved his um, his ball game um, with like you know like uh, doing long balls. He's really he really improved um, in that aspect. 
because he's made uh, quite a few good ones. Um, to Marcus Rashford, Rashford takes a big touch, forces him to go to the right, and then he doesn't wait to pass this to anyone. He goes for a shot himself, and it's way off target. Um, second half, Bruno came close to scoring when, like, I think, like, Dan James left it for him. Dan James lost the ball under his feet uh, at one point in the second half. I think, you know, I think the commentators and people were saying that there was just a lot of a lack of sharpness, especially in the final third, and I couldn't agree more. That is, that is one way to sum this this game up. Uh, a real lack of sharpness, I think. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll go to the ratings anyway uh, from a foot mob. Uh, Leeds with an average of 6.9, Meslier in goal 7.9, Ailing 7.6, Lorente 7.5, Struijic um, 8.0, Alioski 6.7, Phillips 8.3, Costa 6.4, Robert 6.7, Dallas 6.3, Harrison 6.5, Bamford 6.0. That's Leeds attack, and that that's dreadful. Them ratings just shows you how dreadful it, you know it was. Dean Nenser 7.1, Wamsaka 8.2, Lindelof 7.4, Maguire 7.4, Luke Shaw 8.1. I did think Luke Shaw and Aaron Wamsaka did play very well, especially Luke Shaw as usual. Um, very good performances from them. Uh, McTominay 7.4, Fred 7.2, James 7.0, which I'm a bit surprised about. Uh, Fernandez 7.2, Rashford 6.3, Greenwood with a... Seven, uh, 6.7. Popper being bought on at the some 6 minutes, 6.9. Cavani and Van der Beek both being on at the 86th minute and the 89th minute. Pervader coming on for Leeds at the 68th minute with a rating of 6.5. Klitsch coming on um the 72nd minute with 6.1. And Koch coming on the 77th minute with 6.0. And you know, it, it, that performance worries me because if we pull, I, I reckon what we have Liverpool next weekend. Now, I know Liverpool haven't exactly been amazing this season considering they were crowned champions. I suppose um, the Anfield form, especially, have, uh, has, has taken a real hit. And but you know, will we United pull off a good performance or just be like this? Because I swear, if it's another nil nil at Anfield, I'm not gonna be happy. Um, United have Roma midweek before that. Still not sure how I feel about that game to be honest. I think if United really do perform well, I think we'll win it and I think we'll get through to the final. But United really do need to be on their game. You know. Whether it's Champions League or Europa League, it's still a European semi-final. United, under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, has never actually got past the semi-final, so that would be very nice to get past. But, yeah, I mean, our, ne our next games are very, very big. You know, we have, as I said, uh, United versus uh, Roma uh, on the 29th of April, and then uh, the first match in May, it's Man United versus Liverpool on Sunday. Then Thursday, the next Thursday after that, 6th of May, Roma versus United. And then we finish off the Premier League season uh, with 
Four games, uh, we go to Villa Park to face Aston Villa, Leicester come to Old Trafford, which will be an interesting match, actually, because um, Leicester obviously want to get hot on our heels. Uh, then we play Fulham at Old Trafford, and then we end off the season at the Molyneux um, with Wolves. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I think, uh, you know, there was a little glisten of maybe a title challenge, but I don't think there is any more, really. Um, Just look at the table here. United in second. We are now 10 points behind um, City. Leicester are eight points behind us. Chelsea with 58 points as well. I think United do have top four nailed down. Um, but, you know, that that still gives it, you know, I think we have top four nailed down, but, I, you know, it, it's just the, the type of performance is just really uncalled for. Like, that, well, I don't, I, I don't know, because I'm just... <sighs> That I don't know, because I'm getting my words mixed up, but that match just annoyed me so much. And you could tell with the start of the podcast how, you know, angry I was. I was really angry because, as I said, I was looking forward to that match. It's always a big match, United versus Leeds. And it's, you know what I mean? I just didn't think there was enough... Uh, there wasn't any... Um, clinical, yeah, like clinical finishing. At all. You know, you know, a lack of sharpness um, in in the attack. You know, just on goal. You know, what I mean, it is just it just annoys me. It really does. I, I suppose it just worries me a bit as well because obviously, you know, it would be nice to have a trophy under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I think he deserves it. But if the team are playing like that, and if only... I think I'm really upset about the substitutions as well, because that really does get to me. And it is the one thing I really, really dislike about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is use of substitutions. Because a lot of the time, it just makes them really late. And a lot of the time, it's just not enough to make an impact. If the team's not playing well, and if it's still nil-nil, and that, don't use up all three of your substitutions within the last 15 minutes. Use one at half time. Use one maybe at like the sixtieth if anything is, hasn't changed. And then yeah, maybe use one at like the eightieth or something. But my lord, he brought as I said, brought Paul Pogba seventy sixth minute, Edson Cavani eighty sixth minute, and Donny Van der Beek eighty ninth minute. I mean, you know what I mean? I just can't get my head around. It's nil nil. Why? And as I said, why would you bring on Edson Cavani at the 86th minute? It baffles me. It baffles me. It really does. And I get, okay, yeah, he may be trying to save them for Roma. I, I get that. I get that. But oh, do you know, I don't know. I don't know. It just really annoys me. But I think I've said what I need to say. I'm not going to dwell on it too long. But uh, yeah. I'll leave it here. Uh, Carabao Cup final today, which will be uh, quite interesting. Uh, Man City versus Tottenham. Uh, I think City will probably win it. De Bruyne's fit. Um, I know they lost Chelsea in um, 
in the FA Cup, but I do think City will uh, will win it. But we'll see. We'll see. I hope Tottenham win it. I hope they do, but you never know. You never know. We'll see. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great afternoon, great evening, great morning, great day, great night, or wherever you are in the world listening to this episode of Chitter Chatter. Once again, thank you very much for listening. Keep safe and goodbye. <laughs>